Welcome to the Money Printer Go Brrrr podcast, where we celebrate the power of free markets and cover topics ranging from tech and macro to crypto. Join us daily for insightful discussions and analysis on financial market news and to stay updated on all our latest episodes. Be sure to hit subscribe. In today's episode, we'll cover the rise of stock futures on hopes of a Fed rate hike pause, U.S. opinions on introducing CBDCs, and Mark Cuban and U.S. Senator Lummis's critiques of the SEC's lack of clarity on crypto registration following lawsuits against top crypto companies. U.S. stock futures have risen on hopes of a break from a potential Fed rate hike. The S&P 500 and the Dow Jones have both seen a positive climb of 0.2% and 0.1% respectively, and the Nasdaq 100 has advanced by 0.5%. Many traders have priced in a 76% probability of no rate hike, with economists projecting a decrease in the consumer price index. This could potentially bring inflation down to a 4% annual rate in May down from 4.9% the previous month. Analysts predict that the Fed, in acknowledging the progress made in curbing inflation, may signal a pause in rate hikes in both June and July. This could serve as a signal for investors to enter the market, particularly benefiting sectors that have been lagging behind due to inflation concerns. As for the S&P 500 index, it has edged closer to its 52-week intraday peak of 4,325.28, recorded in August of the previous year. Traders are keeping a close watch on the 4,300 level, which is a key psychological and technical threshold. If the index can decisively break through above this level, we could potentially see further upward momentum in the market. Market participants are not only paying close attention to the U.S. Federal Reserve's upcoming central bank meeting, but also those of the Bank of Japan and European Central Bank. Additionally, economic data releases from China, Japan, New Zealand, and other countries will provide insight into the global economic outlook and its potential impacts on financial markets. We've got some interesting news about the introduction of government-issued digital currency, or CBDC, as it's commonly known. It turns out that Americans are divided on this topic, according to a poll by the Cato Institute. In fact, 50% of Americans don't really have an opinion on the matter. Of those with an opinion, 34% of them are actually opposed to the introduction of CBDC, while only 16% support it. One of the biggest concerns about CBDC is control and privacy. The poll showed that if people were educated about the potential abuses, it's likely that even more Americans would be against it overwhelming majorities would oppose a CBDC if it meant government control over spending, 74%, or monitoring of spending, 68%. Additionally, 68% of respondents fear the abolition of physical cash, and 65% worry about cyber attacks. There are also concerns about taxation and account freezing. For example, 64% of respondents indicated that they would oppose a CBDC if the government imposed taxes on those who didn't spend during recessions. Additionally, 59% are against the possibility of the government freezing digital bank accounts of political protesters. Even political candidates are taking sides. Ron DeSantis and Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who are currently in second place in the Republican and Democratic presidential primaries, are seen as anti-CBDC. 
The poll results suggest the need for widespread education among Americans to raise awareness about the threats posed by a CBDC, as many people may be receptive to this message. Billionaire investor Mark Cuban is not happy with the SEC's lack of clarity concerning the registration process for cryptocurrency firms. Cuban criticized the SEC, pointing out that its framework for investment contract analysis of digital assets does not include registration guidelines. He asserts that the SEC should develop a comments process to identify the security status of various aspects of crypto. U.S. Senator Cynthia Lummis has also joined the criticism against the SEC arguing that they need to provide cryptocurrency firms with a robust legal framework. Lummis emphasizes the importance of the SEC offering legal guidance or a clearer regulatory framework to facilitate compliance. Without proper legal guidance, firms struggle to navigate through compliance requirements and regulatory expectations. Coinbase and Robinhood have also claimed that they tried to register with the SEC, but were rejected. However, SEC Chair Gary Gensler claims that they offer a registration process, and firms know how to register. The conflicting statements from the SEC and exchanges create confusion and raise questions about the effectiveness of the registration process. Recently, the SEC sued Binance and Coinbase on June 5th and June 6th, respectively, alleging that both exchanges violated securities rules. The SEC considers 68 cryptocurrencies as securities, indicating a higher regulatory focus. Cuban criticizes the SEC and points out that instead of assessing stock loans as securities or suing banks and brokers, they engage in a comments process. In short, the lack of a clear regulatory framework for cryptocurrency firms poses a significant compliance challenge for firms. Moreover, the SEC's conflicting communication and accusations towards exchanges make it challenging to navigate through the regulatory requirements causing confusion and raising questions about the effectiveness of the registration process. On today's episode, we covered the rise of stock futures on hopes of a Fed rate pause, the U.S. split on CBDCs due to privacy concerns, as well as the SEC's unclear crypto registration process with criticism from Mark Cuban and Senator Lummis after recent lawsuits against Binance and Coinbase. Find our newsletter over on the thebrr.com. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe.